Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to The World in 10, the big news stories of the day explained and analysed by the Times of London. Today with Laura Cook and Stuart Willey. A senior Hamas leader is killed in Lebanon, but the group vowed to fight on. Now there are fears of a regional escalation. An explosion in Lebanon's capital, Beirut, has killed a Hamas leader, the deputy political boss Salah al-Aruri. Lebanon blames Israel for what looks like a targeted drone attack, sparking fears this could open a new front in the current war. This is the sound of protests in Hebron in the West Bank. They're chanting, there's no God but Allah. And also, Aruri, the killed leader, is beloved of God. In Hebron and in Ramallah, Palestinians have closed businesses and gone on strike as they mourn. Israel would neither confirm nor deny responsibility for the attack. But this would be the first assassination of a Hamas boss since the October 7th attacks by the group. Israel's Prime Minister promised in November that leaders would be killed wherever they are. A spokesman for Israel's military says they are prepared for any scenario. But this killing was not in Israel or in Gaza, but in Lebanon. Its prime minister condemned the attack, warning Israel was dragging them into a new phase of the conflict. The UN in Lebanon says it's deeply concerned and a wider war would be devastating. Lebanon is home to the Iran-allied Shia militant group Hezbollah. The influential head of that group, Hassan Nasrallah, spoke on Wednesday afternoon. He sent condolences to Hamas over the death of Aruri, calling the killing a flagrant Israeli aggression, saying it was a major, dangerous crime. He warned there'll be no ceilings and no rules to the Hezbollah response if Israel wages war on Lebanon. And his group will fight until the end, he says. Joining us on The World in 10 is the new Middle East correspondent for The Times, Summer Alatrush. Welcome, Summer. Hi. Could you talk us through just, just how important was this man who's been killed and, and should we be worried about an escalation in this conflict? Well, he was, he was a key figure for Hamas. He was one of the founders um, of the group and he was seen as a liaison and a key link with Iran and Hezbollah. 
Uh, in Lebanon, he'd taken up uh, the role of one of the closest Hamas political leaders to the militant wing, the military wing, the Qassam Brigades, and was seen as directly involved in their attacks in the West Bank, possibly had was one of the few who had foreknowledge of the October 7 attack. Uh, in terms of escalation, I, I think it's safe to assume that Hamas can't really do much more than, than, than what they have been doing in Gaza. Uh, they're probably using all their capabilities or what's left of them. But it does certainly embarrass Hassan Nasrallah, the leader of Hezbollah, who, who is hosting Aruri. Uh, Nasrallah has wanted to avoid all-out confrontation with Israel. Uh, this attack might make him more strident. His, his main calculation still would be to manage to avoid uh, an all-out confrontation that would destroy Lebanon. And there are people that, who are very, very nervous in the region, including uh, in Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, other Gulf countries, Egypt, who don't want to see the conflict widened. And this certainly makes them more nervous now. Sama, thank you very much. Thank you. Adding to the tensions in the region, two explosions in Iran have killed more than 100 people at an event marking the anniversary of another assassination, that one of Hassam Soleimani by the US. He was a powerful Iranian general who worked with Hamas and Hezbollah. As yet, there's no indication of who is responsible for what Iranian officials are calling a terrorist attack. It's been almost nine years since Oscar Pistorius was jailed for shooting at a locked bathroom door and killing Reva Steenkamp. The televised murder trial gripped millions and in a couple of days he'll be released on parole. Pistorius was known to the world as an international role model, breaking barriers by running on blades at the 2012 London Olympics. And now, nearly a decade later, he'll be unrecognisable, a grey, bloated smoker, a jailed killer. Jane Flanagan is the Times Africa correspondent. She told us he's been a natural target in prison. There was an anticipation, I think, that he would enjoy some of the exceptional status in jail. But it does seem that his fame counted against him. South Africa's prison gang culture is well known uh, to be extremely violent and very powerful. And and Pistorius has always had to watch his back in jail and and feared that he might actually be targeted as, as part of the notorious gang initiations. He did have an altercation with another inmate uh, over um, a queuing for the telephone. Uh, he's very fussy about what he eats. He has pocket money to buy tinned food from the tuck shop rather than taking the canteen food because he's so worried about being poisoned. Pistorius will begin his new life just a few miles across South Africa's capital, Pretoria, in the guarded property of his wealthy uncle. As part of his parole, he'll have to have anger management therapy and he'll have to go to programmes on gender-based violence. Reva's mother, June Steenkamp, told the parole hearing that she was afraid he continued to pose a danger to women. And the prison authorities have been very clear that parole doesn't mean freedom. Oscar Pistorius will be strictly supervised until his sentence expires in December 2029. We're now going to take you on a trip to the town that fun forgot. Where could we possibly be talking about? Well, if you're familiar with the insulting phrase coined by a journalist over 40 years ago, you'll also know that it's a phrase that's stuck and people in Ottawa are getting tired of it. Canada's capital has long been known as a government city full of serious people retiring at a sensible hour. And now the time has come for the city to shrug off its dull, boring reputation to be rebranded as a party capital. Will Pavia explain to us what he found when he ventured out in the city? 
I must admit I was there on a, a winter's evening. I, I, I took some advice from various people. I spoke to an emergency medicine doctor who was moving back to Ottawa and he said that it was a great place for outdoor sports, very wholesome place. He called it the gateway to none of it. Lots of people mentioned the fact that it's got a very big ice skating rink, which is effectively when the canal freezes, people can skate on, on the canal. But in terms of nightlife, it's not always been known as, as the party capital of the world. I did, however, speak to a, a photographer uh, who goes by the name of Tsu, who was very defensive of Ottawa and said that you just have to go out and find it. So I, I went out to try and find it. It was a lot of fun. And um, I met a lot of very nice people. Everyone was incredibly kind. I think from that sense, point of view, Ottawa does have a good nightlife, but um, it's still struggling with its reputation. Now, when Las Vegas wanted to revive its reputation, one-time Mayor Oscar Goodman helped out as he appeared at official events with a dancer on one arm and an Elvis impersonator on the other. Amsterdam appointed a nightmare to do similar things, and New York soon followed suit too. Well, Ottawa now plans to appoint a nightlife commissioner. Their job, to put the city on the map as a place you can have a good time after 6pm, whatever you might have heard. The Golden Globe Awards are back for their 81st outing this weekend. And the Times film critic Kevin Mayer says they finally matter again. Years of chaos and scandal beset the awards, but with the Hollywood Foreign Press Association gone as organisers, the big prizes will now go to bona fide great films. And Kevin has set out his predictions of who will win and who should win. Barbie and Oppenheimer, with nearly $2.5 billion in ticket sales, are likely to grab many statuettes. Among his predictions, you can see them on the Times app and website now, are the films and actors that should win but probably won't. This list includes Past Lives, the Korean-American tearjerker that many have loved, and Mark Ruffalo for his performance in Poor Things. Live from Beverly Hills, the ceremony takes place late on Sunday night. Millions in Britain have been watching the World Darts Championship and the television ratings have been rivalling those of English Premier League soccer matches. And darts fever is down to one man, the teenager Luke Littler. His unstoppable journey through the competition has seen him peering out from newspaper front pages and being offered sponsorship from companies big and small. The 16-year-old spoke to us ahead of his big match on Wednesday night. been crazy, crazy the past three to four weeks. Twitter slash X has followers gone up, the views have gone up. My Instagram have gone shot out the window and have even had messages off David Beckham, Romeo. Unbelievable. I just wanted to win my first game, done that, and then I said come back after Christmas and also done that. So after that I've set no more goals and especially I'm not going to set one tonight. I'm just going to see how it goes. I had confidence going into the first game but never thought about getting to the world final on my debut. By tomorrow, we'll know if Luke has won the $600,000 prize money and lived up to the hysteria this newest British sporting star has created. Thank you for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the Times of London. See you tomorrow. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.